It's nothing but positive vibes over here. Good morning, good morning, good morning, or good afternoon. It could be good evening, you know, uh, whatever time of the day it is that you are tuning in, that you are listening to this week's episode of the Truth Moment Podcast. Uh, I am your host. I am your girl, Mika Joy. And um, as I light my incense here, I'm getting my morning moving and grooving, y'all. I uh, I have my cold coffee. I can't even say it's ice. It's not ice. It's just cold. Cold coffee. I have also been munching on some rice cakes. And uh, I've already taken my iron this morning, you know. Yay me. And I'm going to tell y'all, I uh, I want to talk to y'all about, I was recently diagnosed uh, with anemia, okay? And I had a bit of a little health scare a couple of weeks ago, and uh, I think I'm going to talk to y'all about that in a future episode. I'm not going to hit you with all that now, but just know. I am going to come back and talk about that and my whole experience and everything that I went through a couple of weeks ago because it was scary now. It was scary. But I do want to talk to y'all about that. You know, as a 39-year-old woman, I'll be 40 in July, and, you know, my body is going through some changes. You feel me? Uh, It's just, (laughs) it's a lot going on. So I definitely want to touch on the topic of health with you all, and I am going to do that. So, yeah, I'm getting my morning moving and grooving. It is now uh, 10, 18 a.m. It is Sunday, uh, April 8th. And last night, I called myself trying to work smart. You know, I didn't have much going on, you know, on my Saturday night. I was like, okay, I know that there is now uh, a feature with the tool that I use to record my podcast, uh, there's now a feature where you can pre-record, save it, and then put it out there, publish it when you're ready to put it out there. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm going to pre-record my podcast, and then I'm going to get up bright and early in the morning, and I'm going to put it out there so it'll be out there for the people all day Sunday instead of me dropping it late Sunday uh, mid-afternoon, whatever. So, anywho, I did that. I worked very hard on my podcast. Got up this morning, wanted to re-listen to it, and I wanted to add something to the tail end of the podcast, right? Guess what I did, y'all? I deleted that thing. I accidentally deleted everything that I worked on last night, and I was like, come on, bruh, come on now. You got to be kidding me. This cannot be happening right now. But you know what? I had to say, okay, Mika. Let's woosah. Let's count to three. Let's calm down. Everything is cool. Everything going to be all right. What we going to do is just get up. And we're going to re-record. So that's what I'm doing, y'all. I'm re-recording this episode I was out. It, it hurt my heart. All my work was gone. But it's cool. So here I am re-recording this week's episode. This is episode 16. All right. 16 slash 2. 
Okay, and if if you're listening, saying, "Okay, honey, you 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 lost me," what the slash two got the, the where that come in at? <laughs> so basically, there are total now with this part with this episode, there are now a total of sixteen episodes of the truth moment. But this is actually the second episode of the second season. Now, for those of you who don't know, I kicked off uh, season two last week. And so this now is the second episode. You got me? You you you, you follow me? I hope you. I, I, I really don't want to confuse nobody. But I just thought I needed to let you know that this is actually the second episode of season two. This is a brand new season. All right. So. <laughs> yeah. So, um, peace and blessings, y'all. I hope and I pray that this podcast finds each and every one of you all in positive spirits. And I hope that all is groovy in your world. Now, last week again uh, was the kickoff episode of season two. And I want to take a moment to shine some light on a very special young lady that I invited to have a seat at the table to join me for the conversation of he said yes women proposing to men so I want to give a huge shout out to Michelle A uh honey sugar sweetie if you're listening thank you once again I, I can't even say thank you I can't tell you thank you enough I appreciate you joining me uh we had a dope time I enjoyed episode and uh, she was actually you know the first guest of this season you know we shared some experiences we shared our thoughts on the whole topic of women proposing to men and I mean let's be honest y'all let's be real let's be 100 women are out here proposing to men now some of us may agree with it some of us may dig it some of us may not agree and we may not dig it. But for these women, obviously they're comfortable, they're cool with the decision that they're made, and you know, they're proposing for so many different reasons. I think the number one reason is uh a lot of women are tired of waiting. You know, we there are some times that we as women we can date someone for years and nothing is happening. You know, some of us may throw hints, we may, and so after all of that, after all the hints and after all the years, and some women may get to a point where we're like, you know what, I'm just going to propose. I know it's not the traditional way, but look, I feel like I got to make something happen. You know, this could very well be a lot of women's mentality. So who are we to judge? You feel me? But that was our topic of discussion for last week. He said, yes, women proposing to men. And so, again, thank you, Ms. Chalet. Uh, It was her first time. First time listening to a podcast. First time being on a podcast. And uh, she really didn't have a clear understanding of what a podcast was. Um, and so I'm glad that she experienced some first-timers uh, on the truth moment, with the truth moment. Also, I want to take a moment to just uh, shine some light upon all of the listeners. If you listened last week, if you supported, 
if you show love just by listening, okay? Because that's showing love. Just by listening, I want to say thank you. I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to actually tune in, listen, show love, and support. All right? So, and I'm going to tell y'all, if this is your first time listening, you will hear me take a pause in between because I do sip in between the episodes. Okay. Just wanted to put that out there. Just wanted to let you know. All right. So uh, here on the truth moment, y'all, we focus on all things life with in your face, raw and uncut life facts. I like to refer to as hashtag truth moment. Every episode is about a truth moment. Okay, and so uh, I got a truth moment for y'all today. Okay, topic, title of today's discussion is church vibes. I'm gonna I'm gonna be sharing with y'all five reasons why I feel like people don't go to church. Okay, but before we get into the main meal, I got a few appetizers for you. All right, and the first appetizer that I want to hit you with is. All right, that's our new segment. How you love that? (laughs) I introduced this segment last week, and there are uh, a few new things that I wanted to incorporate into this new season, and a segment is definitely one of those things. So um, I'm super excited about sharing with you all week to week, episode to episode. Ain't nobody got time for that. You know, while we're out here adulting, some of us are on paths, some of us are on journeys of becoming better versions of ourselves. Do you feel me? Some of us work hard daily. Our goal when we get up is to be better, live better, do better, look better, feel better, just overall have a better life. And so for me, And I feel like for you as well, uh, there are a lot of things that we ain't got time for, okay? We don't have time to entertain foolishness. We don't have time to entertain a lot of different things that can affect us becoming better versions of ourselves. Whatever that better is for you, whatever that better looks like for you, um, you don't need anything contaminating. You know what I'm saying? So this week, I feel like... Uh, you, me, us, we, we don't have time for some time in people. And what I mean by that is some time in people, you know, those people who, um, they cool with you one minute. They cool with you on Monday, but on Wednesday, they're not cool with you. Mm-hmm. You know, one minute they dig you, the next minute they don't. And you could be sitting back and trying to figure out, well, wait a minute, um, I'm a little, uh, I'm a little confused. What's going on here? What is, what's, 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 what's happening? <laughs> Did I say something? Did I do something? I mean, you know, because as we're growing, you will have those self-reflection kind of moments where you have to kind of step back and say, okay, let me take a look at me. Did I do something? Did I say something? You, you kind of have to check yourself. And that's a part of growth as well. So if you find yourself trying to understand and figure out 
why somebody fell off with you. Guess what? Sometimes it can be nothing that you did. And what I mean by that is some people dig your energy. Dig who you are as an individual. They they love certain characteristics about you. They love just um, you, period. And they wish that they possess some of those things. They wish that they could be some of the ways that you are. You know, if you're one who's uh, very brave, fearless, one who's confident, you know, those things about you could be the same things that they wish they possessed as a person. To the point that it gets up under their skin. You know, some days they're cool with you. Some days it's like, man, I, 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 I just can't stand them. And guess what? That's not your fault. Because there's something going on with that person. On top of them probably wishing that they possess certain things. But they probably got some other things going on in their world as well. And we know that there are people who really don't talk a whole lot about where they are where they are in life. They don't talk about how they feel, they keep everything bottled in, but these things seem to have a way of kind of showing up in their lives day to day through their actions, through their words, through their whole demeanor, their vibes, their energy. Anybody agree? So, though sometimes in people you have to kind of uh, kill them with kindness and keep it moving. Don't allow for a sometime in person, a part-time person, don't allow for that person to uh, knock what you got going on. You continue to do you, be you, and keep it moving, plain and simple. I mean, it, it's just that simple. All right, so at the end of the day, ain't nobody got time for some timing people. So moving forward, uh, I do have something else I want to drop on you. I got some more uh, new new for you. And, you know, I've, I've shared and I've said before that with this being a brand new season of the Truth Moment podcast, I wanted to incorporate some things that I did not incorporate last season. Because with me being on this this new journey of podcasting and I'm constantly learning, I'm constantly picking up different, you know, it's it's been beautiful. Okay, it's been a little bit crazy, but it's been beautiful just being able to learn new things. And so uh, with learning, you know, I was able to get a little bit more creative and, you know, I was like, okay, well, this would be cool if I add this. This would be cool if I did this. And so I want to introduce to you all a quote of the week. So this is how it's going to work. Every week, every episode, there will be a new quote of the week. And so this week's quote, hold on one second, let me pull it up here. Uh, This week's quote comes from a gentleman that I accidentally bumped into on Twitter, okay? For anybody who rocks out on Twitter, have you accidentally came across a person that you didn't even know existed, okay? And and, and once you were introduced to that person, you automatically hit that follow. Yeah. Well, this brother here is somebody who I did not even know existed in the world of Twitter. 
And I'm so glad that I came across him. I don't even know how I did, but however I did, I'm glad that I did. (laughs) So his name is Billy Shapata. I hope and I pray to God that I did not mess up this man's name. To me, it reads Shapata, but I'm going to spell it. Let me break it down for you. It is C-H-A-P-A-T-A. Does that say read Shapata to y'all? That's what it sounds like it could say to me. Uh, but he is at I am brilliant. All right. And even the way that he spelled brilliant, B-R-I-L-L-Y-A-N-T. Isn't that not funky? That's funky right there. I like how he did that. So it's Billy Shapata at I am brilliant. Now, what I'm about to share with you all, I have started to call my April prayer. This is something that I can get up every morning this month and read and apply it to my life, deposit it into my spirit, and uh, it's definitely a morning starter. But here's the cool thing. This is so funky. These words are so powerful. These words are so truthful that you could apply this to every month of the year. Just, just you know, take out the April and apply whatever month it is. If it's July, if it's August, you know what I'm saying? Just replace it with whatever month it is. So this is what it reads. This is how it goes. This is what it's saying. April, keep my energy cup balanced. Let nothing or no one drink from it and tip it over. Give me strength to smile at my journey when it has me taking detours and give me the patience to wait for what's meant for me, no matter how far it may seem. Water my footsteps and let me bloom. Come on now. Come on. Uh, Mr. Billy, you did that. You said that. You typed that. (laughs) This here is the truth, y'all. Nothing but the truth. Did not did did that not touch your spirit? Did it not it didn't speak to your soul? Because let me tell you something, every time I read it, it says something, it does something for me. It feeds me. And this is why I want to take the opportunity every episode to share a quote of the week because I feel like if it spoke to me, I know it will speak to somebody else. Somebody else out there listening would appreciate it quotes are truth moments quotes are facts and quotes are those little statements that can make a major difference in your world okay and so i wanted to share that uh quote or uh tweet with you all because again it spoke to me he actually uh tweeted this on april 1st and uh yeah so i want to share that with y'all i hope you dig it um if you did uh make sure you apply it to your life read it for yourself every day this month let it speak to you let it be one of your morning starters fit it into your morning routine all right so that is our quote of the week good people Now that we have our appetizers out of the way, let's get into uh, the main meal, all right, which is our topic for this week, church vibes, five reasons why people don't go to church, okay? I'm going to be sharing with you all 
five of my reasons. Now, I'm just going to say right off real right off the, you know, right right off top here. These are my five reasons. Now, you can either dig them. You can either feel me, you can either agree or you cannot dig them, not agree or not feel me. Either way, don't forget keep in mind that these are my five reasons. All right? Um before I get into those five reasons, though, I want to share something with y'all. Let me head on over here to my uh, let me head to my Instagram to my IG. Now there was a question that I posted that I had a few people respond to. You know, this was a question that somebody didn't read and continue to scroll. They actually stopped and responded. You know, we have folks who can read something, it may speak to them, and for whatever reason, they don't respond to it. Either they can't respond, you know what I'm saying? They may be sitting at the light, just scrolling through IG, come across something, and say, you know what, oh, shoot, the light didn't turn green. Let me put my phone down, because I am a safe driver, and I'll go back and respond. You know, sometimes it may not even work out. You may actually forget to go back and respond. Have y'all ever had a situation like that happen? Yeah, I have. So, anywho, <laughs> anywho, I posted a question. Uh, what's one reason why people don't attend church on a regular? All right, so I posted this on my IG, Facebook, Twitter, and then I also posted it on the Truth Moments platforms as well. And I encouraged the folks, I hope that people would actually respond because I was curious, I wanted to know how other people fell on this topic right here. So I'm going to share with you all a few responses. And these responses, y'all, are actually folks who I reached out to and say, hey, do you mind if I share your comment on my podcast? Okay. And hold up, my phone is dying, so let me get it some juice here. Okay, so let's see. I think I'm going to start with Virtuous Keela. Yeah, we'll we'll start with her comment. Uh, so Virtuous Keela says that, now she, I asked for one reason, but she hit me with six, which I ain't mad at it, but... So she says, number one, church hurt. Number two, church gossip more than the streets. Uh, Reason number three, deacon so-and-so sleeping with sister so-and-so. But don't nobody, she said, but won't nobody say nothing because they're heavy titles. Number four, favoritism. Five, judging yet preaching judgy not. Come on now. (laughs) Number six, leadership ain't half leading. Mm, 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 mm. Come on now. Did she not hit us with some facts? Would you not agree that everything, reason one, two, three, four, five, and six, uh, spoke some truth? Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, it sure did. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come back to that one. 
want to come back to that one at all. Uh, there was another young lady who responded on IG, Enchantress Zuri. I hope I'm not saying that incorrectly. If so, I apologize. Uh, she also said that they're tired of mental abuse. Mm. And when I read that, yeah, that one hit my spirit there. Mental abuse. Do you believe that there is mental ab abuse going on in the church? Yeah. That one was good there. Uh, we also have I Am She. I Am She says, uh, For me, it's not about the hypocritical atmosphere of the church. Uh, I was a kid who had to go every Sunday. Bible study on Wednesday, Sunday school, and revival. My grandma played no games. And while it was draining, I loved learning and loved the people I grew up with. However, as an adult, I definitely don't go nearly as often. I do have a relationship with God. I sometimes catch service on television. I read my Bible and I study the word. Once you know the word and it's in you, I feel you can praise and worship anywhere. My tithes and my seeds I sow on a daily basis within my circle and the needs of those in my life. Uh, you know, everything that I am she typed, I feel her on. Like, for real, for real. I, I, yeah. Yeah, she, she, she spoke some truth as well. She hit us with some truth. Um, let me see here. I want to also read Mrs. Underscore Dowens. Okay. And I, let me tell you, I want to share hers. And I, again, I, I did ask her permission. I want to share hers because she really spoke some truth. She spoke some different kind of truth. Okay, and I really do appreciate her for sharing her thoughts. But listen to what she had to say. She said, when you truly love God and his people, you will not fail to fellowship. The spirit of God convic convicts you to assemble yourself with other believers. I'm not a holy roller. I'm just like others who may struggle uh, to talk, walk and act right. But when you have a relationship with God, you follow his word. I've experienced church hurt, aggravation and frustration, etc. But I'm still but I still attend church every week until God healed me from those things. At the end of the day, I had myself at the center of those situations. That's called self centeredness. I love to fellowship because when the praises and worship goes up, something happens in the atmosphere. The power of the anointing starts to break strongholds. You get to love on God's people, pray for them, bless them, minister to, to them. It's so much that happens in church that I love to experience. I look forward to it. And my prayer is that people start to see the value in attending church again. Uh, it's so much hate in this world. We need to come together in love to pray for the healing for this world. Okay, does she not hit you with a twist? Everything she said as well is facts. 
is truth. And I'm pretty sure somebody out there could relate to what she said as well. You know, everyone who commented, I feel like everybody could relate to what they had to say. And let me just say, you know, I applaud these people for being courageous enough to share their thoughts on this topic. Because this is one of those topics that, to me, is still a little hush-hush. You know, people have their thoughts, people have their experiences, but some people just choose not to speak on it. And you have some people who ain't scared. Some people who don't mind sharing and talking about how they feel about the whole topic of church. All right. So thank you. I am she, Virtuous Keela, uh, Enchantress Ziri. Again, I hope I didn't chop that up. <laughs> and Mrs. Underscore Downs. Um, if any of you all are listening, thank you. Thank you for giving me the permission to share your thoughts uh, during this week's episode. Um, now, let me share with you all my five reasons uh, why I feel like people don't go to church. Now, at the top of my list, I have church hurt. Let me say something about church hurt. Church hurt hurts. Okay. It cuts so deep. And to me, it's a, it's a wound that it's a cut. It's a scar that takes time to heal. And if it's not healing properly and you're steady getting hurt over and over in that same spot, Come on now. Some people don't bounce back from church hurt. Some people, you know what I'm saying? Pull it together, get it together, bounce back, and they can keep it moving. For some people, it's not that easy. A lot of people leave the church because of church hurt and may not ever express that to anybody, to the pastor, to another member, to nobody. They just up and decide one day that, look, I, I, I won't be back. I'm not going back. Church hurt hurts. And when you are hurt by another Christian, when you are hurt by another quote unquote uh, family, church family member, you know what I'm saying? When you are hurt by somebody who's in the church, that thing, <laughs> and, and I can speak on this because I've been hurt by folks in the church. A couple of times and not just one church. And I don't know about you, but when I experienced church hurt, it left me really confused and really trying to understand. Well, wait a minute. This is church. And yeah, you know, they say that everybody that goes to church, everybody that is a Christian, everybody has they're dealing with their own demons. They're dealing with their own things that they're trying to heal from, be better from. I get that. Yes, I get that. But you have some folks who go to church. They at church every time the doors open. Sunday, Bible study. You know what I'm saying? The week-long revivals. Uh, they're at church all the time. But that doesn't mean they're actually trying to be better in their lives. They're not trying to be Christ-like. 
So when I experienced the church hurt, and again, this was more than one church. But when I experienced it, it, it hurt. And it left a taste in my mouth that didn't, it, it just didn't taste too good. And I was confused and, and really trying to understand, well, wait a minute, this is church. How can I get hurt so bad from somebody that I go to church with? I would expect that outside the church doors. All right, so that's my number one reason, church hurt. I don't want to spend too much time on that uh, because I have four other reasons. All right, so my second reason is God is missing. That's my second reason why I feel like people don't go to church anymore because God is missing. And, and, and what I mean by that is you can go to church and we know that when we attend church, there is uh, kind of like it's, it's a program. You have your praise and worship. Uh, you might do your offering. What might be next is, uh, you know, you got the choir singing. And then you got the preacher preach. You know, there is an order. There's a program. And even though it's church and even though you still may be sitting back and, and really be there and feel like God is missing. You may be sitting in the pew and feel like and asking yourself, is God really here? Because you're dealing with negative vibes and energy, which brings me into my point number three. My third reason why people don't go to church is because the negative vibes and energy that is lingering in the air, in the atmosphere, that thing is strong. And again, I know that everybody in the church is not perfect because perfect people don't exist. But guess what? When you have somebody who is at church and they're just a negative person. Somebody who's really not really working on that area of their lives. And you can feel that. I mean, I've walked past people in church and I have just felt the negative energy. And again, you're sitting back like, wait a minute, this is, this is, this is church, right? But that thing is real, y'all. Negative vibes and energy, it's real. But it's crazy because church is supposed to be a positive place. Church is not supposed to be somewhere, in my opinion, hey, this is my opinion. Church is not supposed to be somewhere where you go to church, you're there, you're spending a couple of hours of your Sunday, you're there trying to uh, start your week off right, and you're dealing with negativity. Negative attitudes, negative talk, negative spirits. Somebody not digging so-and-so. Come on now, come on. It's real. All right, so negative vibes and energy, it does exist in the church. It's real. Um, it's happening. Uh, next on my list, number four is hypocritical people. Mm -hmm. 
I had to take a sip on that one. Hypocritical folks. Like Virtuous Keela said, judging, yet preaching, judge ye not. <laughs> you got people in the church that will judge you. But in their personal time and behind closed doors, they're doing the same very thing that you're doing. Come on now. They talking to you. They schooling you. On the things that, you know, you should be doing as a Christian while you're on your walk. But they're not doing it. Does anybody hear me? Do you follow me? Do you understand what I'm saying? People who feel like it's appropriate and it's right to talk to you about living Christ-like. But they ain't walking what they, what they talking. Because as soon as they leave in the church... They going back to living and doing whatever it is that they want to do. Because how many of us know that you have people who after Sunday, church, God is nowhere present in their lives. They're not living a Christ like life. How many of us know that some people go to church because it's on the list, it's on the Sunday to-do list? And growing up, like I am, she said, you know, her grandma ain't playing no games by going to church. Some of us have grown up uh, being taught that if you don't go to church, you're not living right. Church is the thing to do. Church is the place to be every Sunday morning. So some people are out here living and, and and you got church on your list for Sunday. So once you cross it off, you've crossed it off for real, for real. And the rest of the week, you know, you got, you're not even applying what you learned, what the preacher preached on. You're not applying those things to your life. So, yeah, number four. The reason that I gave that I feel like people aren't going to church is the hypocritical people. And that thing, that, that's another major point. Because not only do you have to deal with the hypocritical people outside of the church, they inside the church as well. And just feel like it's only right, you know, that they can talk to you about living Christ-like. When they're not doing it themselves. Because guess what? They feel like, hey, you don't know what I got going on. Once I leave here, if you don't know me personally, and then a lot of these folks don't share certain things on social media, and you, so you'll never know what they got going on. Mm-hmm. Let me move on. So <laughs> my fifth reason is church drama. This is my fifth reason why I feel like people aren't going to church on a regular church drama. You got your cliques. Okay. You got the cool kids and you got, come on now, come on. 
you're in church and you don't really feel like you 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 really belong or you don't have a place or you don't know where you know what I'm saying you have the church drama you got the cliques and um inside of these cliques is church drama There's a lot of activity. There's a lot of things going on in church that shouldn't be going on. There's a lot of things going on, a lot of activity that you just would not expect to be happening in the church, in the pews. Now, again, I'm going to say that I do know everyone in the church isn't perfect. The, the the church is a hospital, right? You got people who come there, they're trying to get better. They want to live better. They're working on themselves, right? And because perfect people don't exist, I mean, I do know this. I'm going to say that again. But some of the activities, some of the things that are going on in church is, is just ridiculous, Because you have to ask yourself, are these people really trying to be better? Or are they at church? Are they attending church? Because it's the thing to do. It's the place to be on Sunday morning. So, you know, I I, I just, it's crazy to me the things that really go on at church. And I think because... Knowing these things, a lot of folks just feel like, you know, why? Why go to church? Can I be a Christian and not go to church? You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's, 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 it's just crazy, y'all. It's crazy. You know, we hear about these things all of the time. Like Virtuous, and I'm going to go back to what Virtuous Keela said. You know what I'm saying? Um, Deacon so-and-so sleeping with sister so-and-so. Come on now, we know these things are happening. But don't nobody want to say nothing. Don't nobody want to talk about it. These things are happening. And it's really sad. And I think that's why a lot of people are turned off by church. Now, let me say that, um, you know, I... It hit me the other day that it's been a whole year since I resigned from my position at the church that I was attending. Um, I resigned last March 2017. And here we are, April 2018. And I, and I thought about it. I was like, dang, it's been a whole year already. Now, when I resigned, you know, I was, I was part-time at the church uh, doing social media. And... I was excited about my position. I was ready to go in and, and, and do God's work and, and share my creativity. I was, I was ready. I was pumped. I was excited about that thing. But when I tell y'all that being behind the scenes really did something to me. Now, some people can go to church, work behind the scenes, and adapt to that type of lifestyle perfectly. I had some some issues. Now, this was the most that I've ever been involved in church, not only 
did I work part-time, but I also was on the, uh, one of the ministries as well. And it, it being behind the scenes, really, it, it really affected me. And it really, I think that's when the shift happened for me, because when I joined the church, let me tell you something, I was on fire, honey. I was excited to go to church every time. I mean, I was just pumped. I was working on different areas in my life. I was being better. And shortly after I began working for the church is when I know, not I think, I know that that's when the shift happened. And there was plenty of times, plenty of days, plenty of situations that I sat back and was like, wait a minute, where am I again? I don't know if, you know how you go through orientation when you become a a, a new member? Well, I feel like if you're going to work for the church, you also need to go through some type of orientation. You kind of need to know what to be prepared for. Maybe even being buddied up with somebody who could kind of walk you through the the first couple of weeks of, you know what I'm saying? It's just something. And even though I was so excited in the beginning and I was just, I was just ready. Something happened along the way. Now, some may say, well, you know what? You allowed, maybe it was the devil. You allowed the devil to talk to you, come in. He messed up a good thing. You know, I, I don't feel that way because my energy going to church started to really change. And I started not to feel the same way I did in the beginning. And it got to a point where I could not ignore what I was feeling any longer. There were certain things that weren't okay with me. They might've been okay with the next person, but for me, that was some some things that just did not sit well with me. And I was not cool with it. It was not okay for me. For me. What I experienced is my experience. And you know, a lot of times we feel like we can kind of speak on other people's experiences. But what I, what I want people to understand and what I want people to know is that my experience was my experience. And you can't take anything from that. At the end of the day, I was truly grateful for the opportunity that was given to me to work behind the scenes. I took what I did in assisting and playing my part and helping uh, bring to life the pastor's vision for social media. I took that thing seriously. I devoted a lot of time and attention. And I think it it came to a point where it really didn't seem so much like I was doing this for God. Again, this is my experience. And I truly appreciate it. Because it could have been anybody else. And I feel like everything happens for a reason and everything happens for a season. There was a lot that I learned. And so, you know, sometimes even in our situations, we have to stop and ask God, you know, well, what, did it, what is it that I'm supposed to take from this? What is it that I'm supposed to learn? What is it that I'm supposed to leave with? 
What are you trying to teach me? What are you trying to show me here? But again, I was truly thankful for the opportunity. And, um, you know, since I left the church when I resigned, again, when I resigned, I did not, it wasn't my plan not to attend the church anymore. But when I resigned, I just did not have the desire to continue to attend that church. No disrespect. Again, you know, that was my experience. And I was just in a place where I was not going to continue to um, have this attitude like it's all good. Everything is everything. It is what it is. um, And I'm okay. Because truth be told, I wasn't okay. So I had to take a step back. And when I tell y'all that I have been at peace, I have been at peace. And you know, sometimes we can make decisions in life, in our lives and we can say, you know what? Looking back, I don't know if I should have did that. I don't know if that was the right move for my life. Have you ever been there? Well, this is one decision for me as an adult that I don't regret. I haven't regretted it. And I do feel like I did make the best decision for me and for my spirit. And I've been at peace and I'm good. Now, even though I think in the midst of this whole year that I left the church, I think I've been to church twice, a different church. And so even though I'm not going to church every Sunday, you know, that doesn't mean that I don't have a relationship with God. Let me tell you something. Before I get up in the morning, well, not before I get up, before my feet hit the floor, when I open my eyes, I spend a little time with God. I acknowledge God. I thank him. I pray. I read my scripture. Now, could my relationship be better? Yeah, it could be better. I could be spending more time with him throughout the day. I could actually pick up my Bible and read. Yeah, there's some areas that I know I could be better on. But just because I made the decision to leave the church does not mean I don't have a relationship with God. I still believe in God. I still believe in God's power. And I know that God is working in my life. I'm still being blessed. So for anyone listening, you know what I'm saying? Don't ignore how you feel. If you feel a certain way, then you deal with that. You understand? If, (laughs) because again, there are so many different reasons why people don't go to church anymore. There are many reasons why people attend church and then one day just up and leave. And since I left, there have been a few people that still keep in contact with me and just say, hey, I'm just checking on you. Just seeing how, you know, there are a few people and I thank those people. But then there are some people who hadn't said not one word. And I think that when it comes to relationship building in church, that is important. It's important. The whole church family deal. 
That's important. It's crazy how you could go to church and be around some of the same people every time you go to church. You see these people, but you have no relationship with them. None. Folks aren't calling, checking, seeing how you're doing. You know, it's just not, it's not happening. And these are facts, y'all. So, anywho, I, I wanted to share a little bit of my experience with you all. Um, you know, this is actually the first time that I kind of spoke on it a little bit. Okay, gave y'all a little snippet. Uh, you know, of course, I've talked about this with family members, friends, people who are close to me. Uh, but this is the first time I've actually taken a platform like this and actually spoke on it a little bit. And there, there's still so much that I can share, but we'll probably be here another 40 minutes. So <laughs> I'm not going to do that to you, but I will be back. We will visit this topic again in a future episode of Church Vibes. Because I feel like there is so much more that needs to be said, that should be said, that should be touched on. It's so much. Even right now, as you know, I'm in the process of closing this podcast out, I'm still like, oh my God, there's so still so much that I want to say. It's like right on the tip of my tongue. Still so much I want to say. Because this thing here is real. For real, for real. So with all of that being said, y'all, again, look out. Be on the lookout for a part two uh, to this episode, to this topic. If you all have any questions, anything that you want to add to this, um, anything that you want to say, just period. You all are more than welcome to email me at the truth moment podcast at gmail.com. You all can utilize that email for any reason. If you have any future topic suggestions, um, you know, I know that there are some podcasters who do like the whole kind of like uh, strawberry letter type deal. You know what I'm saying? People write in, they ask advice, whatever, whatever reason that you want to utilize that email address, please do so. All right. Don't hold back. Y'all talk to me. Um, also, uh, let's see. For those of you who did not know, the truth moment is on social media. Wherever you might be, the truth moment is also there. So if you're on IG, you can follow the truth moment podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and also get connected on Facebook. All right. Join Truthville. That's what I'm I'm calling the whole community of uh, the truth moment podcast on social media, which explains my kind of profile pick, which is the city. That's Truthville. All right. So, yeah. Uh, let's see what else. I feel like I'm forgetting something else. I feel like it's something else that I want to say. Oh. Oh, excuse me. If you listen, if you rock out with the Truth Moment podcast on iTunes, uh, I hope that you have subscribed. Be sure to rate and also be sure to write a review. That's very important. Very. Okay. So it's simple steps. Um, and I would love for you all to do that for me. Also, if you listen on Overcast or Anchor, be sure to show some love as well. Uh, by subscribing and favoring this station. 
Uh, and let's see what else. Oh, also, if you rocked out on Google Music Desktop, thank you as well for listening. And if you feel like the truth moment is something that is worth sharing with somebody else, even somebody who don't even have a clue as to what a podcast is, put it in their life. Put it in their life. Introduce them to the podcast if they have an iPhone and they don't even know that the app is even on their phone. Uh, take them, walk them through the steps. Say, hey, look, this is how you can get connected to the truth moment. See, go into search and, you know, <laughs> walk them through the steps, y'all. Because let me tell you something. Podcast is so convenient. You can listen while you're driving, you know, hit that Bluetooth. You can listen to it while you're driving. You can listen to it while you're grocery shopping. Just put them headphones in. You can listen while you're getting your workout on. You can listen at work if you are allowed to um, have your phones out and your headphones in. You can listen anywhere at any time of the day. That's the beauty of podcasting. So, yeah, share this podcast with somebody because somebody out there need the truth moment. Somebody. Uh, and yeah, y'all, I think that is everything. I hope that I'm not forgetting anything. If I am, it's just going to have to be all good. I feel like I have said so much, so much to the point that I hope that I covered everything. Uh, so yeah, once again, beautiful people, I'm your host. I'm your girl, Mika Joy. Thank y'all for rocking out with me. This was episode 16 of season two of the Truth Moment podcast. Topic of discussion was church vibes, five reasons why people don't go to church. And I hope you all enjoyed and I'll see you all in the next episode. Peace.